0: you never asked for and likely never wanted. Now, here are your hosts, Jeff and Joe.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Reactionaries podcast. My name is Jeff Kriska. I'm here with my co-host, Joe Gruen. Today's episode is the pre-action for congo the 1995 smash hit follow-up to jurassic park joe how's amy doing today
0: amy took notes amy
1: <laughs> lost thread on bit All right, amy so,
0: hit a wall
1: <laughs> amy didn't think bit through <laughs> So if this is your first episode of the podcast, what we do is we watch action movies, usually bad action movies. Last week was After Earth, the Will Smith smash hit. Um, Jaden Smith was also there. I'm not sure if he remembers so much. Um, <laughs> and uh, we we kind of go over them. And every other episode, what we do is we go over the trailers for the movies. So that's what this one is. And next week's or next episode's movie is Congo. Like we said, the 1995 hit, everybody's seen it or seen parts of it. So this one isn't going to be as, as crazy. Um, normally we guess at uh, what we think the movie is going to be about, but we have both seen this movie and Joe watched it yesterday. Joe got ahead of himself. He was so excited.
0: I guess I could have tried to do a prediction because I thought I thought I remembered more of this movie than I did. And then when I sat down and watched it, I was like, I don't remember a lot of this movie. Dude, I read the book as a kid. Oh, did you? I was all about Michael Crichton as a kid. I was just thinking that today. I was like, not this is back in the time when they still made book adaptations into big movies. Yeah. like They don't do yeah, that anymore. <laughs> no one read anything, you know?
1: And like half of those movies were Michael Crichton movies. Exactly. Because like this, Jurassic Park, Lost World, Sphere was another one.
0: I think I, this was on the heels of Jurassic
1: Park. Yeah. I think Jurassic Park was at 93.
0: Yeah. And then Sphere. That was a yeah. big one.
1: Yeah, Eaters of the Dead became a movie. Um, and then all
0: those we, Stephen King movies.
1: Oh God, they're they're still going, Joe. It it Pet
0: Cemeteries. Two.
1: Andromeda Strain's another one.
0: Speaking of Tim
1: Curry. Hey, yeah. So, all right. So what we'll do is we'll we'll go over the trailer really quick. This is gonna be a shorter one than we've had recently for these. There's just one trailer for it. It's, uh, movie it's clips, a movie clips classic one, trailers. Yeah, it's a two and a half minute trailer. It says two fifty one, and I was ready to like really you know grin Bail. and bear it <laughs> yeah <laughs> cancel the podcast but um the last 30 seconds are just like clips of things that they want you to click on yeah so so that worked out pretty well um so yeah joe let's uh let's dive right into this trailer so we can go watch uh scooball watch
0: a little scooball amy like scooball uh
1: if if uh scooball does bad tonight because this comes out on friday we'll i'll, I'll edit in a thing where it will be like wow My prediction is that Scooball gives up five runs tonight. So we'll look like geniuses.
0: (laughs) By the way, uh, Jeff has a neato new soundboard. And I am hoping to God he throws some Amy in there for the podcast next week. Um, Or at the end of the week. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Uh, So let's jump right in. We start with Jungle Noises. And we get the Travacom logo, which I actually thought was very well placed because it came after the production logos at the beginning of the trailer.
1: Yeah, that's not so. bad. And, and Travicom's the company in this that that they work for.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like their, uh, what's that one from Terminator?
1: Di- was it?
0: Di- oh, God. <laughs> We're idiots. <laughs> I can't believe I thought I was going to do trivia the other night. <laughs> Absolutely not. Just don't have a brain anymore. Um, Cyberdyne. 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 Yes, yes. Uh, So we get the Travicom logo. Uh, We see the CEO of Travicom and a woman that works there and a techie that works there. And they're all sitting in the control room. And the CEO says, by the way, this guy, I don't know his name, but he always plays like an oil tycoon in movies. He's like he was like pretty big actor in the 90s. He like always plays like a southern oil tycoon or a really, really rich guy. I know um, the
1: type. Even if I don't know the guy, I, I know exactly the type of person you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Old and Plump. Um, Old and so Plump. He oh, says, this is Joe Don Baker. Oh, is that his name?
1: Oh, that's R.B. Travis. I'm guessing that's the Travis of Travicom.
0: There you go. Yeah. Um, so he says, activate the remote. And then the narrator says, "In the r- in the race for the world... This is great. This is the first one of these we've done with this guy uh, this oh yeah in a world in la
1: fontaine isn't it isn't that his name
0: yes yeah um so he says in the race for the world's most advanced communications technology a shocking discovery has been made Uh, so
1: are they going to the my question is uh, right off the bat are they going to africa to mine 5g like they found <laughs> they found a vein of 5G. They're gonna go tap it. That's right. Yeah. To activate coronavirus all over the planet, or whatever that's, conspiracy theory of the week.
0: That's exactly what it is. They they beam it up to the satellite, and the satellite beams it down to everybody else.
1: Yes, <clears throat> but Amy's gonna stop them. That's the plan.
0: Amy, well, Amy has her power glove <laughs> that she can talk with. That's true. Uh, so we get some more control room shots. Uh, the woman in this trailer who i think her name's karen it's laura linney um and she's setting up some laser sensors uh from you'll notice a theme here for a communications company they sure make a shitload of lasers (laughs) so many lasers just lasers for everything they love lasers which i can't figure out what that has anything to do with communicate like how does that further their business at all
1: it's how you triangulate
0: is that how oh is it yeah okay
1: <laughs> you use lasers to triangulate that's I almost you know believed you there. that's that's a vital part of communication is you know ascertaining and triangulating positions
0: triangulating your position and the global position other
1: position yeah that's
0: buzzwords what,
1: that's what the satellite
0: is for yeah um so let me get a flash of a gorilla over the video stream he just kind of pops on the video stream real quick um i peed myself a little bit i was so scared yeah it's so sudden and then the stream shuts off like that old school shut off where it like the, goes the, to a white line and yeah. then into a little dot
1: yeah and is this this is uh
0: for all you listeners who have never seen a tubular tv that's yeah that's story.
1: tubular tv but that it shuts off after my favorite shot i texted you about it in the whole trailer which is the cgi like they have a readout of the like there's, like, a gimbal in the camera to tell you if it's standing up or not. And, like, as it falls over, there's, like, a digital representation of the camera <laughs> falling over as you see the picture, like, clearly falling over. Like, it, <clears throat> the 90s loved to be, like, look at what we can do. Like, look what we're capable of showing you now.
0: Dude, the 90s loved shitty 3D imaging on, a, on like, an old-school screen as much as, like, the thousands loved CGI. Like, trying yeah. out all the CGI
1: yeah and the 90s loved like having completely unrealistic uh depictions of like how a computer worked
0: yeah well they would they would always stack like this is a great example this control room has like 20 tubular tvs in it but they're (laughs) all like doing things that tubular tvs can't do like they're all tapped into like the internet and like they're projecting images from outer space
1: they're great. Yeah, they they really just love to just fill rooms with just like random like in like if you look in the background when Laura Linney's like zoom in on that or whatever. There's a one of the TVs in the back is just the globe spinning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what are they doing there? What's that about? Like I like to imagine there's
1: like if you've ever worked in like uh, in retail or whatever and you're responsible for cleaning, you had to do like the sign in sheet when you like scrub the, the toilets or whatever. And there's, like, one guy who has to check once an hour. It's like, yep, Earth is still spinning. <laughs> he, like, puts his, oh,
0: puts his initials in. <laughs> still spinning at the right speed and everything. Yep. We're, we're yep. set. We're doing there. Um, so then the CEO says, uh, what was that? Because remember, this is the gorilla <laughs> knocking over the video camera. And uh, the woman, Karen, said, by the way, Karen. I think it's the first Karen we've had. Oh, man. Real Karen, this Laura Lenny. Karen. Actually, she is. She's like the prototypical. Eh, I don't know. She's kind of cool, I guess. No, she's all right. I like her. Uh, So, um, she was actually one of my childhood crushes, I think. Laura Linney? Little Laura Linney. I liked her. Um, Anywho, call me. One of my
1: childhood crushes is in this movie, too. (laughs) Tim Curry? (laughs) Tim Curry.
0: So, Karen says, lock the remote give me a thermal reading result 266 uh yeah so the narrator then says it'll take two it'll take two young scientists to the heart of the african jungle where a secret hidden for 2000 years holds the key to the future which is such a great narrator 90s line the key to the fu-. what is what does any of that mean
1: <laughs> the 90s loved going into the jungle to find advanced technology right that was like 75 percent of movies in the 90s
0: yeah that's where black panther got all their ideas they were just like well we're just actually going to show how all that came to be
1: (laughs) how it all happened yeah there was always just like just under the surface there's advanced civilizations just hiding in the there's like
0: a crystal or a liquid that could like do something super advanced of course yeah um
1: And this is, you know what, they go into the jungle and I don't want to spoil it for our um, our listeners, but just keep when you watch the movie, keep out for when Amy, Amy, she's signing and she says, Mr. Kurtz, he dead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, yeah, then they're all parachuting out of an airplane um and then Laura Linney and some guy are there I don't know who this guy is he's the main guy
1: he's got but, like, 90s hair though
0: he he had to have been in some romantic comedies like he just has that look that like young Tom Hanks look where he's just doughy eyed and like smiling all the time
1: yeah this guy yeah but before they show him it's Dylan Walsh as Dr. Peter Elliot. two first names can't trust him that's right but in that same first name (laughs) yes
0: oh you're talking about his character name
1: Yeah, his character name i was like wait a second um but in that same scene there was um like native africans just like creeping on them
0: yes yeah they're being pursued by a tribe
1: yeah which is really messed up because they're not the bad guys in this movie at
0: all are they they are not at all but they Um, really set them up to be (laughs) Well, you know what it's funny cuz I was thinking that during this thing is like there was a legit fear in the 90s of Africa. There was a fascination and a fear of Africa. And I think that's what built this movie and a lot of movies like it. Yeah, and I'm wondering hold on. Um hmm. Because I, I, Maybe it's just because I just watched Temple of Doom, too. And even though that doesn't take case, place in Africa, it's like a native Indian tribe there.
1: Yeah, and that was in the 80s, too. But I'm wondering, this was on the heels of the Rwandan genocide. I'm wondering if that's why.
0: Oh, could be.
1: Yeah, that that might be where it comes from, because that was in 94. So that might be where a lot of this, like...
0: Well, there was also Outbreak. Like, well, I'm, I'm going to say that, that, like, aligned with the AIDS epidemic... <laughs> And yeah like that, that or ebola that kind of stuff
1: Oh, dude ebola i, I read um hot zone as a kid uh-huh. and i was like well this is how i'm gonna die like yeah. the, mo- the book opens with just like a graphic description of this guy's like organs liquefying and him like vomiting bile everywhere and i was yeah. like that's a good thing
0: to read when you're nine
1: and yeah, <laughs> you're kind not... of an anxious child to begin with
0: it's okay i read 1984 when i was like 10 so <laughs> yes we both had bad parents um <laughs> So Laura Linney and that guy is their mm-hmm. uh, romantic comedy guy. Uh, so, oh, we see a Silverback Gorilla and he's roaring. Mm-hmm. And then we get Ernie Hudson.
1: Yes. Ernie and,
0: freaking Hudson.
1: The best part about Ernie Hudson showing up is he shows up and it's dark and he's holding he's got a big backpack on and he's holding a rifle slung low. So it lo- and yeah. he's wearing like a khaki jumpsuit almost. It Actually it's like exactly. short khaki shorts. Yeah, yeah, he looks like a ghostbuster. He looks like a ghostbuster guy. It's perfect.
0: <laughs> it's probably, they probably like said that this is the shot that's going in the trailer like we want people to think ghostbusters. Um so yeah, he's leading a group into a cave. Uh then someone holds up a cheap piece of glass that looks nothing like a diamond. <laughs> Did you notice no, that? Yeah, it looks just it's so cheap. It's so crazy. Um, it like does they didn't even try to make it shimmer or anything, which is weird because like when they find the big diamond, I'm gonna spoil it. They find like a big big diamond at the end, um, it like tucked away in the cave, and that they make sparkle. But all of these like geodes that they throw on the ground, none of them sparkle. They're, they're not like, good enough. They're just like cheap glass or like cheap plastic or something. Yeah, um, and
1: I have one question. Yeah, yeah. it's like. Uh, this this isn't conflict conflict diamonds, is they Jacob? Don't lie to me, man.
0: I don't think they are. I don't think they're any kind of diamonds. <laughs> um, are these conflict to... cubic zirconiums? Don't lie to me, man. <laughs> don't lie to me, man. Uh, yeah, what? How does that get ranked? Is it like cubic zirconium? Well, it's like diamond cubic zirconia, and then there's that glass that like Swarovski does.
1: I think the cubic zirconium is, is higher than the glass in terms of price, I think, because it, That's it, what I think. it, it looks closer thing. to a diamond because they can.
0: Right. So. Um, anywho, moving on. Uh, someone is setting up some spotlights. And then we get laser sensors. We get more lasers. Uh, Karen's radioing someone. And she says, Karen Ross, 81452, Houston, do you read? Because everything ran out of Houston in the 90s. <laughs> Uh, then we get some big satellite dishes doing some stuff in space. Or no, actually, no, these are on the ground, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, these are just regular ground satellite
0: dishes. These are the receivers. Um, and then you get the African warlord, and this guy always plays an African warlord, I feel yeah. like. Um, he's talking to Karen, and he says, you used to work for the CIA, and now you're with Travicon. And the narrator says, some will come to it for science. Uh, and they see him hiking up a mountain, and then some expeditioner says, "This is a big deal, Travis. This is a big find." Um, and then, uh, so he's walking by a stream. Uh, these guys, and then the narrator says, "Some for fortune."
1: And that's when we see our
0: man. Uh, well, no, first we get Karen knocking some dirt off of oh, yeah. glass, that's and insane. then.
1: She just, like, smashes a rock against the rock and is, like, perfect. A diamond. It's just a perfectly
0: cut, like, yeah, diamond. It's like, oh, this will work. This will work great. And, yeah, this one actually, well, like, And that's Marvel. the other thing. Dude, I had that exact thought, sorry, th- like, while I was watching the movie. I was like, you can't just knock dirt off of a diamond and then shove it into a laser. Like, don't those things have to be, like, checked and cleaned and, like, spotless and- before you use them for a laser?
1: And like etched and yeah, you can't just, it's, you know, it's not like picking something up off the ground, blowing the dirt off of it and putting it in, you know, you got to like get it precise and stuff.
0: Yeah. It would just blow up if you (laughs) you threw it in there. Uh, But we get our man, dude. Our man, your man, Tim Curry. Yes. With with ice. ice. He's got
1: a crazy Russian accent. Uh,
0: Yes. As they come across a jungle temple. And uh, Tim Curry says, "A diamond mine of incredible bounty." And uh, the narrator says, "And some to return home." And then we get my favorite
1: character, <laughs> Record Scratch.
0: We Amy see the gorilla. A, a gorilla looking at a mountain in the distance, like a real intense shot. And uh, Karen saying, "She doesn't really belong anywhere, does she?" And this uh, the guy says, "No, she belongs here." Uh, and then we see them looking at this at Amy the gorilla And then Amy looking at a frog on a cooler like, and Trying like, to intimidate it Yeah
1: it's like she, like she like gorilla barks at this frog And yeah. the frog could not care
0: less No <laughs> The frog isn't scared at all
1: Yeah the frog just kind of like repositions Like somebody standing too close to you on the subway Just like <laughs> uh.
0: right. right they just adjust their pants Like they just adjust their pants And then keep standing there Um so the narrator says, together, they will search. And we get some more hiking. And then Karen says, my boss thought I wasn't going to make it. He sent another expedition. And then we see Karen at the cra- at a crashed pl- plane site. Mm-hmm. Then we see a man scanning the area at night with a gun. And we see a toppled head statue, like a bust. Yeah. Bust and then we hear the narrator say drawn deep into a mystery and karen says camp destroyed people dead a gray gorilla then that guy says there's no such thing as a gray gorilla and she says well i saw one and then you see a gray gorilla kind of poking its head <laughs> Yeah,
1: like hey i'm a gray gorilla
0: <laughs> it's great but, timing <laughs> but i want to
1: say right here this this right here where they're like oh they sent a second team ostensibly a, a team that they're going to be competing like with or something. Or, or something like that. They did the same thing in Lost World. Like, Michael Crichton just got lazy. Like, they're like, my boss yeah. sent two teams, and there's the source of
0: conflict. Yep. Um, But it's really not a source of conflict in this because they're just dead. Like Oh, they're just all dead? They're just all dead. That's amazing. <laughs> um, Yeah, they make it really quick. You never even get to meet the second team. They're <laughs> just like a plane you see crashing in the distance. That's beautiful. Uh, so... um. Yeah, where is this? Where was I at? Oh, the great gorilla. I thought it was really funny because I didn't remember this from the movie, how he just, like, pokes his head up kind of jovially.
1: <laughs> like, or he's just like, hey, I'm over here. Because
0: these things are supposed to, like, they're fucking vicious. But this guy's just kind of like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, um, buddy? So Karen then finds bodies and hieroglyphics. And the narrator says, and the more they discover, and then Tim Curry says, the same hieroglyphics over and over, and the narrator says, "The greater the danger." And we get some intense shots of everyone, and that uh, main guy says, "What do they say?" And Tim Curry says, "We are watching you." And then we get Bruce Campbell
1: out of nowhere. Can I just can I just say something really quick? Uh-huh. Hieroglyphics. Yeah. Not in the Congo. No. Egypt was like thousands of miles away from from yeah. from Congo. It's 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 really lazy and like vaguely racist. Like he's just like eh, Africa.
0: I mean, I don't know a damn thing about how far Egypt stretched when they were at their like peak. Um, so I guess I just bought it,
1: <laughs> but yeah. not all the way to the Congo. Because so Africa, you think okay, so you know Africa is kind of shaped like like somebody kind of like making like a a half fist. Right.
0: I always yeah. thought it was like an inverse of South America, like a bigger inverse South America. But.
1: Yeah. Well, if you put them together, it looks like a dinosaur, but a dinosaur head. But mm. um, you think of it. So it's shaped like an L. We're dumb. It's an upside down L. There you so go. the the what's the, the the top of Africa, the short half, that's all desert. And then it hits jungle for the bottom half. And they uh, like they like never crossed.
0: OK, that's why it's still jungle.
1: That's why it's still jungle. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I'm like. No, Egypt went not. Egypt went the other direction. Right. Egypt went into like you know what's now like Israel and Jordan and all that stuff.
0: Jeff, this is by no means my biggest qualm in this movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, gray gorillas, I'm down. Just smashing rocks to make lasers or to make uh, diamonds, I'm down. Yeah. Lasers to do everything, fine. Talking yeah. gorilla, I'm with you. Historical inaccuracies about the extent of the Egyptian Empire, that's where I draw the line. That's
0: where you draw the line. I see. I, I it's your it's your nature. Um so Karen finds these bodies, they find the hieroglyphics, Karen, yada yada. Uh, typical Karen. Typical Karen move. Um Oh, we get Bruce Campbell. That's where I was at. Yes. Bruce freaking Campbell, legendary evil dead, fame. Hail to the king, baby. Hail to the king and i'm sure he doesn't get wasted in this movie no of course not
1: (laughs) i'm sure he's not uh just in it for 30 seconds
0: i'm sure he doesn't look like a um inanimate deadite by the end of the movie (laughs) which is to say he's dead He's uh so there's a guy screaming help me while running into the temple and then this is great this is how you know bruce campbell died so we didn't ruin it for you guys uh Bruce Campbell is screaming. It's the same exact shot. It's, it was an yeah. upper shot of him just like looking to the camera and then it cuts away to something and then cuts back to him screaming like, yeah, <laughs> you
1: know, he's toast.
0: Yeah. If you can't find more than like one shot that he's in. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. So they cut side. up like, yeah, one camera angle that I mean, I'm sure in the movie is is uh close together, closer together, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So then the gorilla grabs a guy, one of these gray gorillas. Uh, we get some rebels. We get some zoom shots. We get some torches. We get some more Ernie Hudson. Uh, we get the African tribe chanting and dancing. Um, Here's the thing. I think every movie in the 90s that had an African tribe put ash on them. And I I don't know anything about I took anthropology in high school. I don't remember a lot of it. But as I recall, not all of them had ash on
1: them. <laughs> I mean, no, it's it's definitely not a thing that if, okay, you gotta think of it this way. So they're all you're right. In the nineties it was like every Afghan tribe was like covered in ash. But yeah. it was like every single person. So you're you you got to think of like the societal logistics. Like everybody like wakes up, stretches, and it's just like, let me just roll around in some Takes dust a for a while. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they just like go roll around in dust to get covered in it,
0: it's just like uh, it's bizarre. Yeah. It's just it is really very bizarre. bizarre. Um, so then there's a man, and he's jumping over. This is insane. Oh, wait, wait. No, first, uh, Ernie, Ernie Hudson says, I never saw an animal move like that. Because mm-hmm. there's, like, an animal that, like, shoots by. Um, but then the main guy is seen jumping. And I didn't even remember this from the movie, but I saw it in the trailer. He's jumping over Earth splitting. And magma popping up. He's fucking jumping over tectonics. Joe, like, tectonics. <laughs> gotta love tectonics, Joe. I was like, this is... Like, can you imagine the, like... Ima- <laughs> this is just imagine. some dude. He's just a scientist. He's imagine just a guy, yeah. Dude. He's just like one of us. And you're just there, and you see the Earth splitting. I would never be able to get a foothold. Like, I would fall... Face first into the magma. I could get no like leverage at all.
1: Yeah. And Joe, not only does he jump over this, do you remember how far he jumps? He jumps fucking far,
0: but it also kind of looks like he's like in the magma.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He jumps probably 20 feet. That's insane. (laughs) Because like, okay, so you see the earth splitting and like he takes off and then it switches camera angles. And he's on like the downslope of it. But if you like try to think like where he must have peaked for that to be the downslope, he he did like an
0: Olympic long jump. Yeah, and here's the other. Thing. How tough is that earth that he can just jump and grab the ledge and it's like stable? Yeah, and it's how fine. Could not just crumbling dirt in his hands. Well, that's tectonics, Joe. Oh, is that how tectonics work?
1: Yeah, that's part of that's a key part of tectonics.
0: I failed the S too, unfortunately. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I got to see. Whatever. Hey. Um. Ba-ba-ba. I think we're up to the hippopotamus, Joe. No. Yes, we are. As Karen says, shoot it. Shoot it. And we find out it's a hippo. It's a hippo. A
1: hippo just like pops out of the water, which if you're thinking about the movie on like terms of there's killer gray gorillas that we've never seen before, the species that we're not sure exists, that murder Bruce Campbell, then it's yeah. like, how are you raising the stakes with a hippopotamus right just like a creature we know and we're just like oh yeah it's a hippo i know that thing
0: apparently they are crazy dangerous (laughs) i've never they kill so many people we were so brain i still don't think of them that way though because like we played hungry hungry hippos all the time like i guess hippos were all over the place and like in cartoons and i just was like oh they're just they look they're just hippos well
1: you know why right why you know that like one of the biggest donators to like schools is Big Hippo Ah, to indoctrinate kids into thinking that hippos are good so that they can write children. They get too close to them. They eat children.
0: That's true because there was a lot of pro hippo propaganda where you like ride on their backs and like mm-hmm. they take you to magical land where hippos and children can eat free candy.
1: Yeah, those the websites that are hosting like the doctors in Bakersfield talking about hydroxychloroquine or whatever. Next to it is videos of like hippos eating watermelons because they're like, we gotta suppress this information so that kids don't know that they can sl- they can crush their heads.
0: Like, yeah, that's a- this- <laughs> they use like real video of like a hippo crushing a child's <laughs> like head in their mouth, but they turn the kid into a watermelon. Yeah, it's like it's a deep like, fake thing.
1: Yeah, it's a deep fake thing. Yeah. And um, you know, it's it's getting uh, uh flagged on Facebook as uh, misleading propaganda.
0: That's good. It's about goddamn time. Because we're gonna die of hippo attacks, but the key is to make sure the generations under us are more.
1: Yeah, we're well, it's too late for us.
0: Way too late. We really are too stupid too about hippos. A hippo death. <laughs> Um, so then we get some rafting Some day rafting, some night rafting This is also a great scene This trailer's great, go watch this trailer Karen says How intelligent are they? And we <laughs> see the gorilla <laughs> Yeah, so the gorilla runs into the lasers Into then... the blue lasers And just starts like waving his hands It's the most it... Imagine, you know that scene from um, Oceans 12 Where the French guy Is like going under the lasers yeah. and dancing through the lasers and stuff. <laughs> Imagine the opposite of the that. The exact opposite of that. There's one laser he's not supposed to hit. And he just like.
1: <laughs> he just dives right into it. And then um, What does Bernie Hudson say about how smart they are? Yeah, Bernie
0: Hudson says, they're smart. They're too damn smart.
1: <laughs> As this gorilla runs straight into the lasers and just like is
0: flailing around. Right. And they're watching him. They're looking right at him. Yeah, Um, they know how dumb they are. Yeah, so then we get some guy he's firing a gun. We get some guy shouting no. Um, oh no, this would be the main guy who's shouting no. I
1: was gonna say, is he just some guy now?
0: I called him some guy throughout my notes. Um, then Karen says we're getting out of here. Ernie Hudson says, what about them? Karen says, put them on the endangered species list. And then Karen fires a laser. A different laser. A different (laughs) laser. This is not the blue sensor lasers. This is like a this is like a golden eye laser. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like it's it's like a don't mess around laser. Yeah, it's like a video game
0: laser. Yeah, this is, she's bringing it to fuck shit up laser. Uh, <laughs> so um, she then fires this laser at these gorillas. Narrator says, "From the best selling novel by the author of Jurassic Park." Oh. Uh, Tim Curry then says, "The myth of the killer ape." Is He's is wrong. true? Uh, but it said uh, this is just to give you a, a feel for how bad Tim Curry's accent is. I I put the YouTube trailer uh, kept closed captioning on, and oh they gave me the myth of the killer egg is true. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the fuck! I wrote that down. I was like, wait,
1: <laughs> you got to look out for those killer eggs, Joe. Got to look for those killer High eggs. High cholesterol.
0: Africa's full of them. Uh, so then a monkey jumps away from fire because uh, they're so smart. And uh, the temple is collapsing all mm. around them. A real the temple. Are falling. And then we get that gross looking gorilla. We get a shot of him. We get some flares. And then we get a actually this is a very sweet title with a gorilla face across the letters. I do remember this from a kid seeing yeah. this. Where like the gorilla face, it kind of like the letters zoom on the face, and then it's just the eyes mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, for Congo. And the narrator, but this narrator fucks it up because he then says, Congo, "Congo, where you are the endangered species." It's like, why are you saying the tagline, you dipshit?
1: <laughs> Joe, here's the here's the unintended consequence. So what are we? We're humans, right? Yes. If we're the endangered species, it means that the African people are a different species.
0: Wait, I don't get it.
1: The idea is is that th- that um the Africans would have to be a different species if we're the endangered species because there's plenty of Africans. They're not endangered.
0: Yeah, they don't. They know. They've learned to actually live with these things. Which yeah. Is kind of...
1: So they're a different species. But you know what? I just realized if somebody has not seen Congo. Every mm-hmm. reference to Amy that we've made has just been you know? absolutely psych- psychopathic. Because nowhere in this trailer do they tell you that Amy is kitted with a computer that can read her sign language and talk. It's a power to her.
0: glove. Yeah, it's a power glove. And the power glove reads her motions and somehow forms sentences out of them. Because I guess she's, it's, they say she's doing sign language. Because they do show it with a guy like a normal guy who says like, this is the first time I can ever hear myself talk, but he actually knows sign language. Yeah. Amy is a fucking animatronic puppet or maybe a little person in an animatronic suit.
1: I think it's a guy in a suit. I just want to say Joe real quick, you did some real good fake uh, sign language when you were being the guy. The, the oh, listeners can't see it, but you were, yeah, you did some pro fake sign language.
0: I was impressed for it. I was like, does Joe know sign language? I don't. <laughs> that was nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, what was it? that's like uh somebody like saying something in like fake Russian and then somebody going like that was gibberish. <laughs> that was gibberish, yeah. Um but yeah, so she has a power go- so she just waves her arms back and forth. Like we'll get into this more in the actual podcast, but it's like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: Imagine you're watching a puppet show and one character is supposed to be communicating via sign language. And it's the yeah. same sort of thing where they're just kind of just like waving the arm around and just like not really like you can't because they can't do the fine move movements for her to be speaking sign language, any sort of real sign language.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm pretty sure it's a it's a person in there because otherwise they would make the hands robotic. I, I don't think they move. have
1: technology, though, at this point. That's the thing. They Maybe don't have They that don't. Fine, yeah, they don't have that fine technology yet. Because they could do it, but it would be so slow. Because it'd be like pistons, you know. Well, it like, would be
0: like it'd be like ET. I imagine. Yeah, but ET was slow. ET was could slow. do stuff, but it was slow. So yeah.
1: I would I would have to imagine that it would be like somebody like manually manipulating this, almost like a with a remote control, and just and it won't be yeah. able to have the like the snappiness that you need from sign language. So they just made Amy just like wildly wave her arm in the air and be like, "Oh, that means Amy wants a martini."
0: That's fair because she does do a lot in this movie. She has to like run and like she has to like keep up with all the human beings. Um, her arms are insane. Yes,
1: well (laughs) they're insane. Joe, let's leave that for the full episode. Yeah, we we went off on a tangent on this because we both already seen this movie. So, Joe, yes, what do you think Congo is a? No, I'm just kidding. so normally at the end of this is the first episode one of us normally hasn't seen the movie and we take a guess from the trailers what we think the movie is about um but we've seen this one just like we saw at 300 so there's no guests so that's it that'll do it. it this is a short one bye no uh this <laughs> this has been the pre-action podcast for congo our 17th movie if you like what you heard please rate review and subscribe in your podcast app of choice if you didn't like what you heard just subscribe. We will be back on Monday with a full reaction episode for Congo. So, for Joe, this is Jeff. Take care, and Amy, Amy
0: says bye. Goodbye.